NASA. Eh. <laughs> oh my god, what was that for? <laughs> no. And Vanessa. No, we gotta start over now. Okay. Okay. This is Vanessa. And Vanessa. And this, and this is, is Shit on the, on the Table. Alright. <sighs> Today was a fun day. It was amazing. It was. Yeah. It was. How did your day start? Oh, I'm like, I woke up. I woke up, too. <laughs> um, so, I woke up early, even though it is a day off. Um, and I let the dogs out. So, my chihuahua, he has to wear a diaper because he's a little shitbag. <laughs> but in the mornings, you know, like on my days off, I'll just kind of live, give him, like, free dick time. And cause well, you're we all, home, you're watching him, yeah. Yeah, I'm home, and we literally just lay in bed for the first couple hours of my day. Mm-hmm. And usually he's snuggled up with me underneath the blanket. Well, today, I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know. Today, today, I'm laying down. I'm not under the covers or anything, so maybe he thought, like, I was about to, like, get up. I don't know. But anyways... So, I'm This is there. while you're texting me, too, yeah. right? I'm texting you. I'm on Facebook, just, like, multitasking. <laughs> just, like, waking up. You yeah. know what I mean? And my pit mix is to my right of me, like, a little further down the bed, more towards, like, the feet side. Yeah. And she's just happily chewing on her toy, just, like, minding her own. And my chihuahua, my chihuahua over here, his name is Raisin, decided he's gonna like i'm gonna smell you smelling good and he like turns to the side in this little fuck bag pulled an r kelly (laughs) (laughs) he hiked his leg on my bed to pee (laughs) on cookie yeah yeah. and i look we caught eyes (laughs) we caught eyes and he got so spooked he didn't end up peeing on her he drizzled a little bit and he fucking bolted. And I was, like, not having it. Yeah. I ran after him. And, like, it was just great. Yeah. You got an R. Kelly dog. He is R. Kelly. My poor little my poor little cookie just was not expecting it. She was mine to her own. And I don't even think she knew what was going on, to be honest. She's too young to know. She is too young to know. <laughs> um but yeah that is that was my fucking morning our afternoon was pretty good because we spent it together we did we've been spending like all day together we got some stuff in the works super exciting we're super excited some really cool stuff we're gonna post a little sneak peek picture later uh maybe tomorrow and and now we're here and now we're here how was your week my week was pretty good. I had, I'm like trying to um, write like little tidbits down, like if I find anything funny yeah. or something that pisses me off, just so that I remember to talk about it. Yeah. Cause I, we come to like, we have like these brilliant, like inspirational, like moments of like, whoa, that's a great idea. That's something we need to talk about. And, and then we're here and we're like, what the fuck was that? It goes out the window yeah so now our little catchphrase is did you write it down yeah that's our catchphrase that is our catchphrase <laughs> so um i'm just gonna kind of go down my little list <laughs> that's fine um you know because i wrote, even wrote down like little little paragraphs and stuff to like jog my memory <laughs> i can't just write little like one word sentences 
Um, but so one of them was fucking hilarious. So I have a client, they were out of town and they had a dog sitter that was there. He's maybe a little bit shorter than me, but I think we're about the same age. He's all right looking. He's mm-hmm. kind of cute for a short guy. No offense if there's any short guys listening. Um, but I prefer mine tall and like super meaty. So <laughs> like a bear, <laughs> like a bear. <laughs> exactly. But he was short. He was kind of cute. And I just get really weird like, when you're with like cute guys. Yeah. Like I get anybody that's cute. Yeah, even if they're like remotely attractive, remotely male, female, it doesn't matter. Of- Non-binary. Yeah. I find she, you attractive. She gets, she gets weird. <laughs> I get fucking weird. <laughs> it's sad. I've said so many stupid things to so many people. It's embarrassing. <laughs> um, but so I went to my client's house and the sitter was there. Um, and he, okay, so let me, the dogs are a golden retriever. He's a little on the heavier side. And I had great Dane. Yeah. That comes, I'm 5'5 five five and he stands at my breasts. So, and that's on all fours. So he is a big boy. Yeah. And he's, kind of a puller on the leash yeah and you have to walk them down a hill right i do walk them down a hill around the corner and then some oh wow (laughs) yeah so it's a little bit of a trek so their driveway is downhill and then you turn down their driveway and it's more downhill and it's pretty steep Mm -hmm. like it's not it's not for the faint of heart (laughs) and i do this every two weeks so i'm kind of looking at him like "Mm." I don't know. Like, if you want to, you can, but, like, I'm telling him, like, I do this every two oh, weeks. Oh, like, he's asking to help? Yeah, he's okay. like, you know, I feel bad, because he was, um, their patio overlooks where I park. Okay. So, he, he, him and a friend was up there, and, like, he was looking down, and he saw that I had to walk a ways, mm-hmm. and then he was, like, asking me, like, do you take both dogs? Do you take one dog? And I was like, I take them both. Yeah. And he was like, oh, wow. And I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, I do this every two weeks. That's how I keep my girlless figure. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like... Mm, okay like first weird thing i said right okay so vanessa joke one vanessa joke number one now we're getting started and like he didn't react so then i was like i need to go deeper <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> i'm like i need to dig for something now and so we're like kind of turning the corner and um so he had he did actually- he had the dane yeah okay. and he's helping me um and i had the the golden retriever but he's a heavy boy (laughs) and so i'm like are you sure you don't want the golden retriever he's a little bit easier to manage on the leash and i'll take the dane and he was like no no i got the dane i was like "Mm, okay so we go down the hills and then we turn the corner and we're on a flat land now and the dane starts like (laughs) and i'm and he's like oh he's choking himself and i was like don't kink shame him And he just looked at me like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> and I was like... Strike two. Yeah. And I was like, I got my reaction. I'm good now. I'm satisfied. <laughs> it was hilarious. And I'm like, they're going to tell my client and it's going to be great. Because your client already knows? Because my client already knows that I'm weird. Yeah. Because my husband works for them. Yeah. So, and I've had Christmas parties with them. So they've yeah. seen me at my worst already. Yeah. So this is nothing new. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. And he was just like, this bitch is weird. <laughs> and I'm like, this bitch is weird. <laughs> so that was one. I had to immediately write it down because I thought it was hilarious. And no, I don't just say stupid shit. 
so that I could come on the podcast and say stuff. It's literally just me. I'm it's awkward. It's all the time. It's all the time. All the time. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so funny because I'm usually on the sides just like crying my eyes out <laughs> with we can trying to hold back all the laughter. And there's things that I'm like, oh my god, she's gonna call this dude daddy. She's just gonna call this dude daddy. Not because it's like it's just it's just it's what it is. It is what it is. It's just how she is. I've there's words that you see coming out of her mouth when you know her, but if you don't know her and these words come out of your mouth, you just see like on the outside, like the other people's eyes getting so big, like, like what's happening? What is this? <laughs> it's it's pretty amazing. Um, and so then my other one was actually a little a little tip, a little fucking tip. Yeah. So I finally figured out because I hitch. I do have a backup cam on my truck, to and it kind of helps me like hitch up. Yeah. Um, which I could hitch without my backup cam. Just saying. But this makes my days easier. Yeah, of course. So sometimes you have like this, li- like a hairline that you have to go. Like you put your car, your truck in brake, and then you go and check it out, and you're like, oh man, there's literally just a hair of hairline, and your trailer won't. Like sometimes you can start doing your hitch and like bringing it down. Yeah. Onto the ball, and sometimes it'll slide to the side, and it will go over even the ball. Itself out. Yeah. Yeah. But then sometimes it's just like a hairline and it won't budge. It'll just sit on top. I decided, this took me like like a little over two years to figure out. <laughs> I put that bitch in neutral. Because if you put it in full reverse and you try to go, it's too much. It gives you too much. So then you have to drive forward and then do it again. You got to try and get that hairline. And so it could be like one easy little fix can turn into five, ten minutes easily. So I put it in neutral and I just let it kind of hang back a little bit. And then I put it in park and my emergency brake on. Easy peasy done. Wow. Yeah. It was really exciting. I did a dance in front of my house. It was great. So there's that. Put that bitch in neutral just to get that little, just that little, that little bit. The little bit. The little bit? The little bit. I'm putting my fingers like a little bit. Just a little bit. And then another client story. This lady is a little kooky. Like, she is a little fucking kooky. She's nice. She made me homemade jelly one time, and it was fucking delicious. But I don't... She doesn't have friends. So when I come over, it's, like, 30 minutes of talking. So do you have to, like, pre-schedule that? I don't. (laughs) I should, but I don't. Because I don't often book on top of her dogs, because it's five dogs. Oh, wow. And so I kind of just take the early day. Mm -hmm. Um, And... So she, like, wants to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And, like, I like to talk. Yeah. And I like to hear myself. But, like, she doesn't... At least I know social cues. If I know someone's not wanting to listen to me, I typically pipe down. You yeah. Know? And I'm like, okay, well, this person isn't interested. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't see that. But she's so nice. And she's lonely. She's very lonely. So it pulls at the heartstrings. It kind of does. But anyway, so... Her dog, her little Yorkie, like, kind of piddled behind me. And, like, he didn't pee on me. Mm -hmm. He was just excited and piddled. And I'm talking to her husband. And all of a sudden, with, like, I don't know, like, why, but she started cleaning my shoes. And then she's like, okay, pick up your foot. And I was like, huh? I'm like, no. You don't need to clean the bottom of my shoe. She's like, no, 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 just pick up your shoe. Just pick up your shoe. And, like, I'm trying to hold an intelligent conversation right now about business because they're starting up a business, and the husband was asking me questions. So I'm, like, 
what? Like, hold what is going on right now? Like, I am in this intelligent frame of mind right now, and you are ruined. This doesn't happen often, lady. Like, it doesn't happen often. Like, what are you doing? So then she takes the cleaner and starts spraying the sole of my shoe because she just kind of, just like a horse. Like, you just kind of go and you run your arm down the leg of the horse, and they kind of just pick it up for you without, like, yeah. really thinking about it. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened. <laughs> like, she horsed me. She horsed guru me. <laughs> and I am just, like, looking down and looking at the husband, and the husband's looking at me, and then I'm looking down, and he's looking down, and then we kind of look at each other, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, she's literally spraying cleaner on my shoes and cleaning them. And she's like, God, your shoes are so black. Yeah. You work outside. I work outside. <laughs> like, what's up? So then she does it to my other shoe. Why? I don't know. <laughs> like, why? You did one. You might as well fucking do the other. You're down there so. already. I get. I guess so. And I was just like, this is weird. It was weird. But that was kind of like my week. What? She's going to start washing your shoes every time she sees you. Yeah. And you know what? They don't even tip me. That's her tip. She cleaned my fucking shoes. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like. Why is this happening right now? <laughs> it was so weird. And I think this was all last week. No, this was this week. Yeah. So, and some of it was last week. Last week was kind of a blur just because my friend was in town. But this week, um, I had it was pretty smooth sailing um, for both my corporate and my private job. And, okay, so private, <laughs> I have the Shih Tzu. Her name is Nina, and I call her Naughty Nina, because she's kind of a pain in the ass. Like, I've been doing her for over a year, and she was a little bit over a year when I started doing her. So, she's kind of just like, and she doesn't come in that often. Mm -hmm. You know, she comes in every two months. But, or every month if she shits herself. And she's one of those dogs that likes to roll in her own shit, so Mm. I used to see her every two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then her mom was kind of a problem, so then I... I fired them. And so then the dad contacted me. Not that I had anything, like, against the mom. She just stopped showing up to her appointments whenever she scheduled the appointments. They were pre-scheduled appointments. She never showed up. And I told her, you're going to have to seek other services. So then the dog's already been kicked out of Petco. (laughs) And I don't know if they've ever went to PetSmart. But so it's like a corporate dog, like, throwaway. And that's fine by me. I don't I don't mind. So um, anyway, the dad ended up contacting me last year a little bit after Christmas. So that way he can get kind of like the dogs, her Nina groomed. And he'd bring her in. And we're always cool. But you know what? Nina, every single time, will shit. Every single time. Like if I start blow drying her, she shits. Sometimes in the bath, she shits. But she shits every single time time so i charge them three dollars more than i charge other shih tzus because she shits every single time that's horrible she's and she's also really naughty like she's really bad is she old no she's only probably like two and a half years three years now so she knows better she does i wasn't there when she was a puppy so i didn't have the privilege to train her Mm. but she's also just kind of a pain in the ass she's really sweet when you're done grooming her yeah but she just try to mouth you when you're doing her nails you do have to kind of hook her up when you're doing her front feet Mm -hmm. and she shits every single time 
And it's always, like, the most inconvenient thing. And, like, in my mind, like, I keep telling myself, oh, it's not going to be today. It's not going to be today. <laughs> so this past week I was doing her, and I got done with the bath. I got done with 90% of the blow drying. And, of course, in my stupid-ass mind, I'm like, this is going to be the day where she doesn't shit. <laughs> so, like, I was, um, I don't know what I was doing or if my phone had gone off at the same time. And I just, I, I don't listen for my phone because the blow dryers are going off yeah but my phone was close to me to where the light went off and my my eyes slipped away for a slight second yeah while i'm velocity drying the tail mm-hmm. and the nozzle is pointed at my chest <laughs> and all of a sudden with the velocity dryers with the angle that the blow dryer was at i helped her shit <laughs> fly it not only shot out of her ass but i velocity dried it to me all over my smock i had to change my smock it got everywhere and i'm just like fuck 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 and i'm just like freaking out and oh man it was awful so then i told her dad because he first thing he says did she shit today and i'm like oh yeah and i just happened to be velocity drying her and she shit all over me i mean it was on my glasses so that means it was on your fucking face. I'm just going to say it was on my glasses. Okay. Ew. It was bad. It, it was, was everywhere. It was, it was such... It, she has healthy shits, too, so it was, like, solid. But it was broken, solid shit. Well, yeah, because you're blow-drying it. Oh, yeah, I broke it up. Usually it just kind of shoots out, and then I just have to clean it up and stop for a second. Um. So, I mean, I had words with her. It was awful. So that was, like, my shit story of the week, and it was awful. That sounds disgusting it is did you vomit a little bit no i was in just such a panic because i didn't know if it was i i have a smock the smock i was wearing has pockets and i didn't know if it got into the pockets i didn't want to check but i had to take it off and i didn't want to throw solid shit it was just kind of a clusterfuck i didn't want to throw solid shit into the washing machine so it was it was bad. I just kind of, like, threw all my clothes off, switched my smock. I had to disinfect the table, disinfect the wall, disinfect, disinfect the top face. of my shoes. I just picked it off. I'm not even going to lie. Ew. I cleaned my glasses. Ew. I didn't find anything on my face. Ew. Or in my hair, which was good, but it was just, like, on the bottom of my glasses. I don't know what happened. But that it, bacteria was definitely all of I don't have pink eye I'm okay (laughs) I don't want to say I'm prone to pink eye because I'm gonna knock on wood right now but like I think I'm prone to pink eye why because I never get pink eye and I've had shit in my eyes from dogs kids so you're not prone to it then yeah I'm not prone oh I thought you said you are am I did I say I was okay sorry I don't know um but yeah I'm immune to pink eye don't quote me on that watch you go to strip clubs a lot um, I've been to strip clubs. <laughs> That's how you get pink eye. That's how you get pink eye. <laughs> Who got pink eye at a strip club? It was from a movie. I can't remember which movie it was. And the stripper was putting the, the ass in the guy's face. And his buddy was like, That's how you get pink eye. Oh, a 40 year old virgin. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Seth, uh, whatever. Seth Rogen? Yeah. I love him. So then on, um, in my corporate job, we had. Okay, so there is a setup of like preset um, 
price points, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And th- they're pretty solid as far as for the small and the like the extra small dogs. But then when it gets into like the medium and then the, the large and extra large, the prices are a little tricky because they don't charge enough for those dogs. They no. do. I feel like they do with all their upgrades charge fine for their extra small and small dogs. But when you start getting into the medium dogs, large and extra large, then it becomes a little trickier. Because yeah. they also separate it by coat size. So, uh, medium or uh, short coat to long coat. Well, medium or just big dogs in general, if you're not charging hourly, you're not charging enough. Exactly. Exactly. So, we had these two Huskies. I Again, I'm newer to the location that I'm at. I've only been working there for a couple months. Um, but we've had these particular Huskies, or they have had these particular Huskies come in um, for years. And um, they're not Huskies, although he says they're Huskies. They're giant Malamutes. They are not Huskies. No matter what he tells you. They're not Huskies. They're not even regular Malamutes. They're Malamutes with giantism. So the male has to be like 130 pounds. The female has to be like 115, 120. And that's not including the amount of hair that they carry. Jesus. And how often do they get done? They get done actually quite often. They're in every like, well, because I guess the female has an issue where she's like, has problems with UTIs and seizures. Mm -hmm. So she pees herself. And so when she pees herself, he just brings the boy in. So they come in quite often. But they're charged... When they first started coming there, they were grossly underpriced. Grossly. I cannot emphasize that enough. And it was grossly by a local groomer who still works out here. But I guess she was giving people discounts, like putting like certain dogs under short hair dogs. Why would she do that? So she can keep up her client numbers, like her numbers. When we are not like, honestly, guys, like... If I were in a corporate setting and I was looking at number of dogs versus the number of or the amount of revenue that we're getting, mm-hmm. I'd still be looking at revenue first because there's always room to get more dogs. But if you're if your revenue is high, that means you're charging accordingly and you're charging the right prices or you're upselling really well. But I don't know. She wanted her numbers to be higher and she wanted like request dogs. She'd rather have the amount of dogs than money? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's I don't so know. weird to me. I personally don't know this girl. Right? Um, and I don't know what would go through her mind to do that. Maybe she was a new groomer and she wanted um, a, a stronger client list. I don't know. Um, so she was giving discounts upon discounts upon discounts. And so over time, she hadn't been working there for a while, but over time, the manager was fixing the issue by gradually increasing the pricing by adding weird add-ons to make sure the pricing is going more according to what they should be paying. Yeah. However, if I didn't know the context to which she, you know, oops, I'm sorry. If I didn't know the context to, like, why she was making the price point the way it is, so it'll say bath, and then it'll say, like, an add-on service of, like, a D-shed for a small dog. So I didn't know she was just using it as a price increase, so that way it looks also like they're getting an add-on, but it's just a price increase. So that way their baths are a little bit more. Because again, the large dog bath, even for a long hair, is very, very low. So she was kind of like scamming the system a little bit. Well, yeah. But she was making it so that, because he, he just wanted a bath. 
but she wasn't going to charge him just a bath. But even with the add-ons over time, it was still, guys, $87 for a 120-plus pound Malamute that has probably about, like, the same amount of weight in hair. $87. I did not know. So I started a fermentating process. And, of course, on those kind of dogs, it takes three hours straight through. Three and a half hours if it's really bad. Yeah. Right? Straight through. Mm-hmm. And I started doing this process, and she's like, why are you doing uh, an actual Ferminator? And I'm like, didn't it say Ferminator? So I look back on, and of course, I'm stupid. I didn't read the notes. It's my fault. Whatever. And I was like, oh, hell no. These dogs are getting no benefit by just getting a bath. So I had a word with the owner, and I was like, listen, 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 listen. Let me talk Ninda, to you for a second. Ninda. Let me talk you talk to you for a second. These dogs are named Thor and Blue. Beautiful dogs, really good dogs, really good huskies, mm-hmm. Malamutes, giantism, really good dogs. And I was like, listen, you need a whole process. You need these dogs 100% cleaned up at least a couple times throughout the year. And he's like, okay, not a problem. How much is that going to cost? I'm like, I'm going to quote you $140 for the boy and $120 for the girl. Because he has a lot of hair. And she doesn't shed too bad. And she's really, really good. That's just for the bath and a little bit of cleanup. No other extra bells and whistles. But that's like a quality bath. Yeah. A quality de-shed. Like, get the hair out. You don't Mm -hmm. have to add any extra bells and whistles. If he wants the teeth brushed, nails grinded, whatever, he can pay for that. Yeah. But I told him, I was like, listen, you need to do this. Your dogs will feel better we will be on a level where we are paid accordingly for the amount of time. Yeah. Because we're still sharing profit after $87 and three hours or three plus hours when we're doing separate dogs, it's coming down to like $3 an hour. No. <laughs> no. No, I'm not gonna charge that. what you're worth. You got to charge for what you're doing. Exactly. Exactly. And he does tip and he's a very fair guy. But I think the moral of the story is is that regardless if it's a corporate job and the the menu tends to be like the prices tend to be on the cheaper side. And yes, they are doing cheaper products. Be honest with your customers. Be honest with your clients. Like, listen, this is what you need. Yeah. At the bare minimum. But this is what you have to pay for it. Yeah. And then the groomer in the background was just like, Doing a little dance, like, because I don't know why, like, the previous groomer would have it such a low price. I don't and get that either. I, got, I understand, like, gradually increasing the price because you don't want to irritate the clients because it's very easy to irritate clients and then they just walk away. I'd rather And than... these dogs are constantly coming in. So it's like, do you want to lose good clients? And he's a great guy. Do you want to lose good clients over high prices? But it sounds like to me, though, they wouldn't have lost a client if they just charged what you were charging from the beginning. Exactly. Exactly. It sounds like he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't. And his assistant at his office makes the appointments for his dogs. Oh, okay. Once you say assistant, yes, it's like okay. No, no, my no, price just changed. He's no, no, no. He's telling me all this after I laid it out for him, and he's like, "Oh yeah," and I'm like, "Just ask for me." Yeah. My name is Vanessa. Yeah, I'll take care of you. Ask for me. I work at Mutt's Cuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's my where I'm at mm-hmm. during the week. Hit mm-hmm. me up, right? So the guy was a great guy, and he was very understanding, and he completely understood that his dogs were a lot of work. 
Yeah. Not, he was like, oh, are my dogs bad? I'm like, no, your dogs are angels, but they still are a lot of work. Yeah, it's physical, physical that's work. It. That's it. He's an, he's an operator or something. He owns something. He's a, he's a businessman of some sort. He understands that work is not free. Yeah. And so when we, in this corporate setting, we understand that we are constantly abused. But I'm getting to that point where do we have to be abused? Can't we say something? Can't we make it so we're working for what we're worth? I think you can in a, in like a degree. Well, the cool thing about it is, is I don't actually have a salon manager. We have a salon lead. And she's pretty cool and very understanding. She's just there as a support. And that's really it. She's not there. She's there to make the schedules and stuff like that. She's not there to tell me what to do. Well, to a degree, yeah, because she's still a salon lead. Yeah. Um, but she's not like how I have to keep my butthole tight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until you fuck up. Until you fuck up, yeah. So it's really cool where she's like, you know what? But you Whatever only, you need. You can only work with the prices that they give you, though. For sure, for sure. So, yeah, okay. And you're- on top of which, you can only work with the products that they're giving you too so it's like of course they have the shittiest products for their basic and no matter how much my face says bitch you don't want basic yeah and people don't understand that so well when i worked corporate i was always in top three for add-ons i wasn't i am now (laughs) i was not but i am now and it's because it's like once they leave if they got the basic the first time they never get it the second time because it's, there's, I'm like, you know, there's, your dog needs something. And then that just kind of resonates. When you're there, yeah, things sound good. And so then I'm, it's easy for me to get teeth brushing or nail buffing or blah, blah, blah. But when nail they... Nail buffing? Yeah, nail buffing. Grinding, <laughs> whatever. They call it nail buffing. They try just trying to be fancy with that. Right? So then when, uh, like, when they leave, if I'm telling them, like, this is not cutting it. Like, this is an illusion. I had to work extra hard just to get your dog coat to look that shiny. And I had to use, like, a shine spray. But you can get a better result by just adding a better shampoo. And their shampoos are awful. But their basic is the worst. It gives people rashes. Yeah. All of them do. Like, bather. it's called bather's rash. When you use a really cheap product, it's mostly just cheap soap. Yeah, like they don't no, clean out their like ec- like there's no extra anything in it to help yeah. moisturize your skin, yeah. moisturize their skin. Yeah. And it's just cheap grade um soap. Yeah. It ain't nothing special. God, I hated when I worked at the other one we had tangerine for so long. For so long. And they wanted us to just use hypo for a hot second. I just hate corporate. Remember the apricot one? Yeah. People love that. God, I, I couldn't hate. stand the feeling of it. <clears throat> because it was, quote unquote, exfoliating. But I didn't know what it exfoliated, but it left this weird feeling on your skin. Yeah. I, I think absolutely. the apricot exfoliates. That it, was the exfoliating one. Yeah. Because no, I was I just think the apricot itself is supposed to act like as... The, like, like the enzymes in it or something? Yeah. Like so a chemical like a, exfoliant? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like chemical. Not an actual scrub scrub. Um, but. I would I be know. curious to know what. Like I like chemical exfoliants for like human products. But I would mm-hmm. I would like to look into 
what chemical exfoliants do for dog products because that's something that like would make me scared to have at my salon because even though that corporate place had a chemical exfoliant or uh, exfoliating shampoo like i don't think there would be anything <clears throat> wrong with it if you but you have to be had, knowledgeable to I was use going to say yeah. you have to have the knowledge and common sense you can't leave it on there for more than 30 seconds. Yeah, but uh, aside from that particular brand of exfoliating shampoo, have you ever seen any other chemical exfo- or chemical or exfoliating shampoo in a dog shampoo? Um, I want to say yes, just in passing by, like looking through catalogs, mm-hmm. but no. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I take that back. Remember there was a um grooming company that did a little video on a exfoliate um face wash was going around and they used strawberry oh i'll have to remember that yeah he actually used real strawberry and because strawberries is a natural exfoliant i guess Mm. so i don't know blueberry is too because of the and that's why they use a lot, a lot of the face washes are blueberry. Because yeah. it's a natural exfoliant. So, I think, like, with the facial chemical peels that you're talking about, I would not want like to use AHAs, that on a dog. Like the AHAs, BAHAs, and stuff like that. Yeah, I would not want to use that on a dog. But a natural exfoliant, I don't see any issue with that. You just probably can't leave it on for a certain amount of time before of it starts course. to irritate the skin. Yeah. I was just wondering about, like, you know, bulldogs and stuff, dogs that have really nasty skin. I wonder how chemical exfoliants if they're actually useful if they are ph balanced for dogs you know i don't know i think that would be a kind of cool thing yeah maybe i should just like shut my mouth and write it down (laughs) but that was really how my week went yeah so it was pretty good and you know it feels good to be verbal about charging what you're worth or what you know the dog should be charged oh for sure i did not charge myself accordingly the other day uh, yesterday, to be exact. On my personal clients, I can't, I just tend to slip away. Well, they were new clients, and it was a one-year-old doodle. Ew. Never, <clears throat> never groomed Ooh, I'm a day at in its life. Oh, my God. And it's... it. So, they got really spooked about doing anything with the dog because it had some um, complications with its neuter. And... Yeah, like, they said that the shit got hella crazy, the dog was bleeding. The dog woke up mid-surgery through the an- from the anesthesia. I guess psycho can't be knocked out. I guess. <laughs> and so it was thrashing everywhere, and I think it got nicked in its abdomen. I don't... The story was weird. I couldn't cre- keep track of it. Like, two people were talking to me at once. But so then after that, the dog was, like, really skittish, and... So they decided, instead of working with the dog to get it out of that PTSD head state, headspace, and work with the dog, how to, you know, regulate itself. Yeah. Earn some fucking independence. Yeah. They shelter the dog. They coddled it. They coddled him. And when you coddle dogs... It makes it worse. It makes it worse in a sense that, like, when we coddle children, it makes it better. But when we coddle dogs and we, like 
think that we're comforting them. Mm-hmm. We're actually telling them on it's the outside okay. that the world is actually as scary as they perceive it yes. to be. Yeah. And so yeah. I basically told him that that's not okay. And, like, <laughs> I was like, look, I don't sugarcoat. I'm like, you, you have to give, like, you have to train this dog. You have to work with it. Like, this is not okay. And then they felt like I was kind of disciplining them, which I kind of was. But I was disciplining in a very nice way. I have to. You have to. You be. have to. And then they started talking about, well, this happened in my life. I was like, look, I'm not judging you. Like, I get it. Life happens. But I'm sure all that stuff wasn't happening at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you're coddling this dog. Like, this was a whole year of coddling. At some point, you had to have a break that you could work with this dog. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, but anyways. I Some only people charge. have doodles just to have doodles. Yeah. And, like, I was like, there are a lot of maintenance. A lot of maintenance. And I'm like, yes, they are. So, I ended up just shaving the dog. Ten strip. Good. I only charged them $120. Oh! Oh, God. It hurts. It hurts. I know. The dog should have been way more. It only took me an hour and a half to do, in which that technically within my hourly is the appropriate price, but I always do like to charge a little extra for matted dogs, but they were actually such really nice fucking people. Like, really nice. And I think they tipped me hella extra. So it justified itself. So it balanced out, but... You don't want to make a habit of it. No. No, they want to keep their dog on a schedule now. So it should be fine. But... Was the dog bad? It wasn't horrible. It was a doodle that's never been groomed. Yes. So for its back legs and front legs were okay. A little pulley, but it was okay. Yeah. Um, and up to like the shoulders, he yeah. was great. Yeah. And then once you started touching the head, he started flipping out. And I don't do bad dogs. I don't do dogs that jerk. <laughs> I don't do dogs that move erratically like that. Like, I just don't do it. But... I obviously did this dog. And <laughs> you're like, you're you. going to learn today. <laughs> right? I couldn't close my hand afterwards. Yeah. Like, mid-groom. My hand was just cramped so bad. It was horrible. But then the dog calmed down, and he was cute. He looks like a cockapoo. But they said he was a golden retriever. Poodle mix? And I was like, oh, oh no. I saw the Instagram photo of that dog. It's a it's, cockapoo. It seems so much... Bigger, like the way you were talking about it, I thought it was bigger, but it's, it looks small in the pictures. Yeah, it's a cockapoo size. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a small, medium dog. Yeah, he's cute. Yeah. He's a cute dog. Mm-hmm. But they, I was like, no, that's a cockapoo. Yeah. It's just like a cocker being shaved. It looked like a cocker shaved. Yeah. That's and they're cute. like, really? And I was like, yeah. So, they're going to be a client of mine, but I charge myself short. Sometimes it's okay, guys. <laughs> no, when you said doodle, and it was like $120 for like a full-size doodle. Oh, I'm no, like, no, no, no. That would have been $95 an hour. Oh, okay. Because I was like killing myself. Like, no, no, no. It was that medium-sized one. Small, medium-ish one. Yeah. No, 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 no. My big doodles start at $180. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I did. You remember my giant chow, Teddy? Uh-huh. I did his brother last week. Yeah, their new one. No. They got those dogs at the same time. They're litter mates. I just never saw his brother. Oh. Because they felt like he never should get groomed. Why? Why would one be groomed? One, make, one produces a lot more hair than the other. 
and one's a lot smaller, so it's a little bit more manageable. But he was nuts. Well, yeah. He was, like, sweet. Was he aggressive? No. He was not aggressive. But he was, like, trying to jump off the table, trying to jump out of the bath. I had to use emergency switches. Like, you know, the emergency um, let go on our, on the groomer's helper. Oh, yeah, lead. yeah, yeah. The... I had to do that twice. Why? Because, you know, I was afraid to, like, grab him from behind in case he went back at me. Because I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to get Some any chow. Some are like that. Yeah, I'm not trying to get chow scars. So I'm, like, having to pull the emergency switch. Yeah. Mm mm. I don't do chows. I offended a lady one time. She pulled up to my house. It was like, um, I have two chows. You know, what do you charge? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm not taking on any more large breed dogs. <clears throat> and she's like, no, they're more on the small, medium size. And I was like, I don't do chows. <laughs> and she was like, <gasps> and like drove away. And I was like, Bye, bitch. I was trying to be nice. I do that thing that you do. I'm so sorry. I do that thing that you do where you're like, I'm allergic. Yeah. So, like, at the corporate job, I always talk about, like, just us in general because I'm weird. <laughs> I value our friendship a little too much. It's okay. It's weird. <laughs> anyway, so I always talk about how you're allergic to Shiba Inus. <laughs> I am highly allergic. <clears throat> wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> and so we talk about, like, oh, what's the breed that you're allergic to? And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what are you allergic to? I'm allergic to Sharpays and Akitas. I'm allergic to Sharpays and Akitas. Period. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I'm allergic to Huskies. <laughs> I'm allergic to um, Akitas. I'm allergic to Sharpays. I'm allergic to... <laughs> Shiba Inus. Shiba Inus. I'm allergic to all large breed dogs. I'm allergic to bassets. I've not had any good experience with grooming yeah. basset dogs. They just take forever. Do you remember that one that we used to do? Like, he was a community dog. At a, his name was Sam, right? I think so. He was nice. He was. I saw his daddy at a, an adult store. I have no shame at my game. I know what I was doing there. <laughs> but I saw him in the adult video section. And I think he was very, very ashamed of what section he was in. Which I don't care. Watch whatever the fuck you want to watch. But he dug down hella quick. <laughs> and I looked at the sign as to where he was standing. And it was the transgender section. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's what you like to yank it to. Yeah. And he was like, oh. We locked eyes. I, like, our eyes adjusted. And I was like, oh, hey, I know that guy. And he was like, oh, fuck, I know that bitch. And he dug down hella quick. <laughs> and I was like, that's cool. No shame, dude. Yeah, no, that dog made me very confident in basset hounds. Because I've been around basset hounds, he like, my whole boy. life. He was so great. But then there was this other basset hound, Lucy, who I used to train. And I had never seen, I mean, the guy, the owner... He was an immigrant, but he wanted that all-American, like, mm -hmm. I mean, from the car to the house to the way he lived his lifestyle. Yeah. And his wife was actually, like, he, he's, like, he's been here for a while, but his wife had not. And so when they come to class, she's always, like, I'm always catching eyes with her, and she's always rolling her eyes at him. Like, 
bro. <laughs> like simmer down simmer down simmer down don't forget where you came from exactly so i always thought it was hilarious but he got his all-american basset hound mm. he always wanted and this dog was the fucking devil lucy the devil we kicked her out twice and she came back and i couldn't do her with a muzzle on that's so bad she was so vicious and, and we you like, can't really work with them because like they're they're just cumbersome they're very hard to like hold yeah and they'll get you like dachshunds they'll get you in any direction but they have a full-size dog face with full-size dog mouth yeah they'll get you and they hurt yeah they hurt so i'm i'm over uh the bassets yeah so we got a question someone had um asked us about frothing so i froth full like um full time I froth 95% of the time. I don't froth my large dog uh, D-sheds, but I do a lot of large dogs. I do not. I very rarely do. And if my large dog... All my large dogs are on a pretty good schedule. Yeah. They're either on a two-week or a four-week schedule. That's all it is. I'll froth like a big bucket full of shampoo. I'll froth a big bucket full of shampoo if my dogs are less than four weeks. Um, if not, I know I have to use more shampoo, regardless. Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't want to have to keep constantly froth. (laughs) I froth every time, but it's a little different. You're in a salon environment. Um, if I haven't seen the dog before, or it's been a really long time, I pull out my recirculator, which I hate doing, but I froth. Yeah. Frothing is the way to go. So, for my super, super tiny, tiny dogs, like Yorkies that don't have a lot of hair, Chi-Chi's, um, I do like a half a teaspoon. Yes, I said teaspoon. Teaspoon. Yep. Half a teaspoon. For my smaller dogs, I use one teaspoon. For my small to medium dogs, I use a teaspoon and a half. For my large, I use teaspoons yeah you just keep it going up and i do um this the recommended amount that i was given which is three parts water to one part shampoo so if it's one teaspoon of shampoo for whatever dog size dog that you have Mm -hmm. it'd be three teaspoons of water so you're using very little product and very little water yeah and you put it in um i was using like um a metal bowl for a while and as well as other buckets i would fill buckets up and a handheld um mixer beater metal beater yeah and then that broke (laughs) i do not use that and i don't do the three teaspoons water so i have a manual mixer yeah i use the manual mixer now oh you do well my other ways use my gift so i was you know well i was i'm not gonna lie i was waiting because i knew my metal uh mixer was going Uh uh-huh and it went, and so the next day I just brought that hand yeah. frother to work, and Did it works fine. Did you cut yourself? I cut myself when I was opening. No, because I knew two people cut themselves. <laughs> I cut myself when I think Harvey did. He was yeah. So Mind you that when you introduce frothing to our one associate or um, acquaintance, she bought a pump frother too. Oh, did she? She That's did. That's what I was looking for. <clears throat> But I yeah. couldn't find it. She found one, and she's like, I'm so excited to use it. I bet it p- is so much better. Well, yeah, she's going to eventually do her, uh, like, go on a, a separate yeah. endeavor. But She she's- needs to send that to me. Yeah. Because I broke mine frother. But it still holds together, so uh-huh. I'm just using it. But a pump would be like... Mm-hmm. A pump would be so much easier. Yeah. Cause but- so mine's like a... It's a, ours is a spin handle one. Yeah. 
which works. It works really well. But what I do is I kind of just fill the bottom a little bit. Not a lot, but, like, just, like, a little. Yeah. And then I just start frothing. Because I have found, like, some shampoos can take a little bit less water and some shampoos take a little bit more water. Yes. I, that's very true. Um, Depends on how much soap content. Yeah, no, I really do like the way the <clears throat> Best Shot froths. I love best the froths. Bike. Amazing. Hydra froths. Amazing. Does too. it? Yes. I use the moisture mm. one and it froths. Amazing. So let's get into the history of how we found frothing. I was dead set. Oh, well, hold on. on. Did we cover everything on how how to do frothing? No, but we'll get into that okay. because um, I was dead set on this particular shampoo, Ivy St. Bernard or San Bernard, whatever. And I was dead set on it. And so when we were talking to the lady, she was explaining how to use it properly because you're not going to get the benefit of the shampoo unless you use it properly. I took everything with a grain of salt because I'm such a cynic. I take everything with a grain of yeah. salt. But I did froth and I liked the results of how clean the dogs were, one, and how little product I used. I mean, I still have quite a bit of the Ivy St. Bernard that I bought years ago, which it's at that point where I'm just going to throw out. But <clears throat> if you're in, I also try a lot of shampoos, guys, by the way. But if you're buying a gallon of like $89 shampoo and you want to um, expand on it, um, this is a really great technique. She was trying to explain the benefits of it. Again, I took everything with a grain of salt, but I started frothing and then Vanessa wanted to see how the shampoo was working. So she brought her dogs in so I could bathe them and we could check them out. And she liked it. She still didn't froth for like a whole year. Yeah, I literally just started frothing maybe late last year. Yeah. When I um, tried La Pooch because I really wanted to get on board with using a higher quality shampoo. Yeah. So. But she didn't want to like constantly be spending money. So she's like, well, I'm going to try the frothing. And now she's like. Again, I'm a cynic. She was like a hardcore denier. And then she's like, all I do is froth. I do. I don't even have mixing bottles in my truck anymore. Yeah. Like, it's all about frothing. So. No. But here's a little ex excerpt. Is that how you say it? Excerpt. Excerpt. Whatever. Fuck it. I say it how I say it. <clears throat> so here's the scientific explanation of frothing. It's called Suds Don't Clean by Cliff Favor DVM. It is not about the lather, that is the surfactants of detergents in the shampoo, which often equates to harshness. In fact, most of our products don't lather much because they are SLS free. By frothing, it breaks up the... Globule. Globule. Globule by making them smaller. This allows the shampoo or conditioner to be more efficient. Also, if you make it into a foam, then you are not losing product down the sink when you apply it, which is very true. We are able to do a whole horse with three tablespoons of product or a small dog in half a teaspoon. This allows you to use better quality of product for a comparable price. The goal should be the best quality result in your groom. So if we can use a good product efficiently, we can maximize our results. So it is really hard to convince groomers that have done this their whole career that done correctly prep of product and time that they should never need more than one shampoo. Bathing is a chemical reaction, not mechanical, and it takes time to complete. If you put product on and rinse it off before the reaction occurs, then you will have to do it again, wasting time and product. Okay, so I don't, I don't let it 
sit like I do. forever. I do at least three minutes. I have a timer on my phone, I and that's three. I do three to five minutes, and then ten minutes if they're really gross. I don't. Well, you don't. You don't have that kind of time. Um, but I still get the same result. Okay. Well, there you go. So like, um, I found that products that have a little bit more soaps in it, quote like just or surfactants or surfactants or some type of soap agent that. You don't have to let it... The, the reaction time isn't that long. If the dog is really dirty, then I'll let it sit a little bit longer. But, or rewash them again. Or rewash them. Because sometimes rewashing them a second time is, is quicker than... It is, than letting it sit. Yeah. Um, but I'll just let it sit on there while I wash the face, because I wash the face with a different soap. Yeah. And then I'll rinse out my little shampoo thing, put it all back together, and then rinse them off. So they sit on for maybe about a minute. I do that with my four-week dogs. When I start doing their eyes, their ears, I do everything yeah. in the bath, and then... Yeah. A lot of my dogs are reoccurring, so they're not crazy dirty. Yeah. But, yeah, I do this with every single dog. Every dog, large or small. So there's a lot of... I don't know why this turned into a contra- controversial topic. It is. There's so much hate. There is a lot of hate behind it. But I'm like, okay, so... I guess people were harping based on, like, oh, if you do it, the science behind it means that, like, this, the... Okay, so he's he's talking about, like, when you break up the particles or the globules, <laughs> the... <laughs> what is globule. it? Globule. Globule. That apparently the shampoo would be more effective than it would in its regular state or its um, diluted state. I don't know, like, again, I'm not, uh, you know, I don't know anything about, I know a little bit about dermatology or animal, or dermatology with dogs, but it's very little, very minor. Um, but I think the knowledge here would be on chemical reaction and exactly and and shampoo, and dermatology. I don't think I can commentate on that, like, not that I don't believe him. But it doesn't, again, it doesn't matter to me. It saves me money. And so that's why I do it. And it works. Like, I am, I am a stickler for clean dogs. Yeah. Uh, And my dogs are clean. I haven't had, I have not had a complaint. Yeah. So, I mean, what is it to her to try it? And every and then there's a lot of people who will be like, okay, well, that just seems like an extra step more time. It's not. I still get a dog done in... 45 minutes to an hour. Exactly. Like, I mean, let it sit for a second. Let it sit while you clean the ears. Let it sit while you brush the teeth. Let it sit for just a second while you clean the face. You don't have to let it sit for those, like, a large amount of time. And even then, it's probably about the same amount of time for you to rewash the dog anyway or make more soap. Yeah. So, it's fine. Just try it. See if you like it. Yeah. We enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's, I do it every, say, every five days out of the week on all dogs. I'm down with that. It saves me money. I like bougie yeah. products. I like bougie products too. And this shit you can use. Like, I buy La Pooch and I bought the trial size in September. I, yeah, I still have the trial year. size in September. And I just, so the female one accidentally tipped over yeah. while I was traveling. Um, but I just finished my male bottle. And I bought it in September, and they're tiny bottles. But also, La Pooch is not my only line of shampoo that I'm using. No, but 
the, it, again, he was talking about, like, you can use one shampoo for every dog. Mm. He was talking about that, and he, I don't disagree with what he says, but that's just something that's still, like, for some reason in my psychosis is not, like, it does not register. I want to be able to have options. Yeah. So I use I, it. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So, like, I have the sample sizes or the smaller sizes or the smaller bottles of many, um high-end shampoos and, and mid-grade different yeah mid-grade shampoos i like to have my options i do too and i like to try new things so mm-hmm. even though he's like oh you can use one shampoo for everything and it's like mm. no because i have a texturizing shampoo which i did test that theory i and you know because essentially i think what he's saying is it all breaks down the same but each shampoo is designed for something differently yeah i mean they do create everyday shampoos which i think La Pooch is kind of an everyday shampoo. You know, they don't... They yeah. have other... They have their formula, and then they just have a separate fragrance. Exactly. And I think that is an everyday shampoo. Yeah. But I also have a uh, show season texturizer that I actually really like. Yeah, I, I use Nature's Specialties on, texturizing. Yeah, I used it on a poodle. Mm-hmm. And so if that theory that he's saying is correct, then it should have worked on my poodle. It did not. I only use it, it on my Yorkies was, and thin coats. Yeah. Exactly. I use it on my terriers, mm-hmm. you know, on things that ni- need a nice little texture. And, yeah. Um, yeah. It, like, that poodle was, the coat was shit. Yeah. You know, when yeah. using the texturizing shampoo because it's not designed for its coat. So, I was, was like, oh, okay, well, now I know. Didn't I do l- that again. Yeah. I still, uh, yeah, I love my options. Yeah. Option, 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 option. So, um, we got a question, um, on the Insta, and it just disappeared. Um, here it says, um, I really struggle with knowing where to draw the line with discounts on certain friends and family, and if I should travel out of my driving zone just because they're close to me personally. Um, it can mess up my whole day. Is it worth it? Also, having them expect discounts and not knowing and not know anything about how high mobile is compared to a shop. Um, it just causes problems in relationships. Okay, I'm gonna make a comment as and like, this is mobile, by the way. But no, this can pertain this is, to anything. Yeah, e- even pertaining to like private salon. In that first second those discounts to please the customer may seem worth it but in the long run it's not it never is and i know that personally because i try to build a relationship with all my clients but these aren't basic clients these are family this is friends so it's a little bit of a different situation well okay well again no i don't i don't do discounts my sister i'll do her asshole dog occasionally but she watches my kids more often than I wash her dog. Yeah. Or my mother, where I'll wash her badass dog. I don't know why my family has such asshole dogs. They all do have asshole oh, dogs. Oh, they're all awful. And they're all fucking hairy. And they're just awful dogs. Yeah. So then I'll do my mother's awful asshole dog. And you know what? I'll do it because she watches my kids. Services come and go. But yeah. if it were extended family, no. Like a nail trim here and there, that's it. Um, so I think it depends on the relationship. Yeah, because, but in Um, the end, it's still, like, unless there's, like, unless you're watching my kids now, it's not worth it. Um, I bathe my parents' dogs for free. Dog. First of all. I groom him, like, 
once a year. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm so busy. But I do do my dad's cousin's dog. Um, and I don't charge her what I charge other people. I charge her $55 for every six weeks, which is not even my bath price. Yeah. And, um, but I also do have the option to travel with her. And to do whatever you want. And to do whatever I want. So, like, I can take her to a seminar in California. I could take her to a seminar in Texas. Like, I can take her wherever I want. You can compete with her if I you want to. I can compete if with her if I want. So, are you benefiting from this relationship? Um, but, I do ignore other people who ask me to groom their dog. I do not groom dogs with people I do business with. Um, I do not barter. And I don't groom anybody else's dogs in my family. There you go. Because it does create tension and if i'm doing business with you my trainer he bugged me for like a year to groom his girlfriend's dog and i kept telling him i don't do business with people that i work with because it ruins relationships i had a hairstylist that we bartered with um it was on the contingency that we would both do color and so i was getting colored on on my hair and he kept telling me no we're not going to do color this time so it definitely was an uneven trade and i did not just say, oh, okay, well, I'll just take it. No, I kept asking him and asking him, like, hey, when are we going to do color? Because I wanted to do, like, a My Little Pony thing on his Maltese. And it was going to look really cute. And we had, like, all these plans. I even set the pattern. And then he bailed. And then yeah. I didn't have a hairstylist anymore because I think I was pushing too much. So I just tell people straight up, I'm very honest. I don't do business with people that I do business with. Yeah. And usually people are like, oh, okay, I can understand that. Or just be honest with your family and just say no. Like, I, you're a bitch. You're too picky. You don't like anything. I don't want to ruin this relationship. I just fucking hate your guts. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> you could just be like, oh, ha, 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 and just laugh it off and never book them. Yeah. And then, okay, so, like, if we're talking about also, like, external discounts aside from, like, relatives and family or, like, personal people that we know, I have a set discount layout. I do give discounts if you're coming in really often, but they're very minor and small discounts. It's I like, don't do those anymore. I know you don't do those anymore, but I still do them, and they work fine, and I keep everybody on a schedule. But you don't have to do those discounts. People are still going to pay. Yeah. You, and, it's your business. You need to be assertive about it. Yeah. Don't... If you're mobile and somebody's like, do you give a discount for multiple dogs? No. Do you give a discount for multiple dogs? No. No. Nope. <laughs> um, I had an old, 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 old client recently. Mm-hmm. Hit me up. And she was like, hey, are you still grooming? She hit me up on my personal phone and I was like, yeah, I'm still grooming here. Text my receptionist. She'll take care of you. I cut off those conversations really short because I pay someone to do it and I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, of course. So she, I get a text message from my assistant, hashtag mom, and she's like, she asked for a multiple dog discount. 
So I sent her a meme, like a laughing meme, like, ha, 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 ha. I don't give a fuck if I groomed your dog for 10 years. I don't care if I, you know, groomed your dog at the beginning of my career and you left and, you know, moved and came back and we have a history. There's no discount. If you like me and you want me, you'll pay. It's true. They're services. This is not, like, food or it is, even then, there's no discounts on food. Unless it's like the end of the month and people are just trying to get rid of food. There's no discounts really in general. My hairstylist doesn't apologize when she raises her prices. She doesn't even tell me when she's raising her prices. She just says, hey, us groomers feel like we have to go like above and beyond. But other people fucking don't. No, they don't. When you get your plumbing done, it is a set price. It's a set price. When you get your landscaping done, it's it's a a set set price. There is no other realm of things that are services that are going to be a set that are not a set price i mean that give discounts they don't give discounts Mm -mm. they don't so we don't have to we should not be discounting ourselves yeah we need to treat ourselves as if we are a, a business because we are a business we're not a hobby and not only are we a business we're not selling anything that is like Easy to make, easy to upcharge. No, you can't people do <clears throat> you can't like upcharge yourself like a hundred and thirty percent. You can't make yourself you can't groom a dog for ten cents and then just say like with ten cents worth of product and ten cents worth of shears and ten If you're cents- frothing it's you're bathing on pennies. Sure. <laughs> so well, yeah, yeah, but you can't like charge that amount. Like it's no. just impossible. And so you need to But they don't need to know that we're bathing their dog on pennies. No, but, I mean, it's still a high-ticket item. It is. But you're not, you're, you know, I'm still spending $100 a gallon on a shampoo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In theory. And then, you know, my shears are, aren't cheap. My equipment is not cheap. Mm-mm. Why are you doing discounts? Mm-mm. You don't need to. Stop it. Stop I mean, it I am doing discounts, but it's just because I want these people to be on a schedule. And that was my goal and my marketing strategy in the beginning. But in theory... You're still making more money on them with them coming more frequently, even if you are slightly discounting their price. And I'm only discounting 10%, and that's nothing. Yeah, I'm weaving out that. Good. Because I um, I think if I were to change any, if I were to go anywhere else or if I were to expand, I would get rid of the discount system. Yeah. I'm and I would make it anymore. mandatory. I really want to learn about, um, a lot of people are doing <sighs> subscriptions. So you yeah. subscribe and you pay a certain amount a month. So you mm-hmm. pay a monthly subscription mm-hmm. and you can get all, all unlimited baths or whatever or a certain amount of baths throughout the, yeah. the month. I think that would be amazing for salons. Yes. So that way I you have to deal less with the customers as far as money wise. And they can just like either throw you a tip or not throw you a tip, whatever they prefer. But it just keeps people in and out quicker. I don't know how that would work. I don't. But I know. Well, I can't see why it wouldn't work on mobile either. Well, because... You want people on a set schedule when you're mobile, and because you are working in an area. So if someone just calls and says, "Hey, I want Fluffy groomed this week," oh, so it's like they're already on a subscription regardless. They're just paying you at up for, or at time of service rather than in the beginning of the month. Mm-hmm. But I guess you could still, if you wanted to, charge them in the beginning of the month. Yeah, but a lot of those subscriptions are you get X amount of baths per month with one haircut. So, essentially, they could come in anytime they want for a bath. Yeah. You can't do that mobile because it's based on area. I guess you're right. You're right. Yeah. But I like the subscription idea. 
No, I do too. But yeah, I, I just got to figure out how that would work in my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's read this story because we do have some PSAs at the end. And I think we're running public service announcement, announcements. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Let's get it on. Okay. It's a long one, guys. We can say this. We can talk about this, right? I think so. They didn't put if we could say their name. We're going to say it. But remember, guys, you got to put on there at the very top if you want to be anonymous or not. Because if you don't say you're anonymous, we're going to automatically say your name. So we'll keep your last name out. Yeah, but, but you got to put if you're anonymous or not because we'll blast that shit. We ain't got no shame. Okay, so this one's a doozy. It's from Alec from Miss, Mich, Mich, Michigan. Sorry, I'm from Indiana. I should say that properly. But Alec from Michigan. Um, Vanessa has not read this. I have not. This is all new. So here we go. Hey, ladies. Firstly, I just wanted to let you all know how much I love the podcast and how great it is to have others in this field to listen in on and dish with all the craziness that goes on behind the scenes. I really feel like I've pulled up a chair and we're all in this together. Thank you for that and all the laughs. I love it. I love it, too. That was really sweet. Honestly, I didn't think like we would like we would be touching people's hearts. Oh, he's definitely touching something right now. Oh, it's a guy? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Alec? It could be Alex. It could be. I want to say Alec. It doesn't um, matter. It's A-L-E-C I think from it's Michigan. A, I think that's a lady. But it doesn't matter. She it might doesn't, not be it does not, it doesn't matter. This person, this person in our life yeah, is wonderful. They're amazing. Now let's get into it. The shop that... Excuse me. The shop I was brought up in was the city's longest standing grooming shop in the area. 36 years and going strong. We were a tight-knit group and I worked with some of the most badass, talented groomers I will probably ever meet. In this shop, there was always a table my boss had tried to fill. Ever so often, he would get a new groomer stopping in to apply, and my boss was always very hopeful that maybe this would be the groomer who would be the right fit for our busy, well-established salon. The majority of these groomers that would take the table never seemed to last. We had a groomer that came to us and told us she was new in town. She had traveled from Alabama to move in with her internet boyfriend, who she had never met in real life, only to find out that he was severely mentally handicapped, and his mother had been the one talking with her, asked to try to get this groomer to take her son off her hands. She got catfish. <laughs> oh my god, I knew you would love that. This groomer did not last. On the other occasion, we had a groomer who seemed relatively normal and capable uh, capable at, uh, apply only to have the cop show up to arrest her on a warrant for armed robbery. Safe to say, we began to think that this table was cursed. Hell yeah. <laughs> right? It had been some time since we had groomers apply to fill that spot, until one day a lady stopped in and inquired about a groomer position. We lost, uh, we call her, we'll call her Lori. She had said she was coming with over 25 years of experience and new to the area. When can you start? My boss was so thrilled. She was quiet, polite, and kept to herself, but seemed to do a pretty decent job with getting the dogs looking up to the shop standards. And things went off without any issues for some time. Hmm. <laughs> One cold, snowy day, I stepped out 
back for a cigarette break. My hood's up and I'm shivering in place, wondering if my damn lighter will ever strike so I can get back inside. Lori had also been outside too. However, she's in her beat up, roaring muffler pickup truck and I see that she's also taking a ciggy break. She hops out and yells over to me that I can sit in her truck and that it's still warm from the heat running. I was so delighted and said, thank you so much. In passing, she hands me the keys and said, just lock up when you're done. I thought to myself, dang, what a nice lady to save my little ass from the cold. I unlocked the passenger door of her truck and hoisted myself up and quickly take a seat. Uh, quickly, quickly take a seat to finish my cigarette. As I'm sitting there, I could feel that I was sitting on something and reached under my bum to pull out whatever it was. To my fucking horror, soon discovered that what I had been sitting on top of was about six to seven folded up used pads. Like period pads? I could not have exited that truck any faster and ran inside to tell my boss what I had just suffered. I told my owner that she needed to be fired to, to fire this lady immediately. I was so disturbed and shocked by it all. My boss didn't seem to think much of it and just assumed that the lady didn't want to leave her pads in the wastebasket out in the open. I, however, was thinking, who the fuck changes their pad in the car and hangs on to them and then invites somebody to sit in their car? This incident never was brought up, and sure, uh, surely enough, that groomer ended up skipping town for whatever reason. To this day, that table is still empty. I think we should burn it. Hope you guys get a kick out of this one, and keep up the great work. That's disgusting. Yeah. And amazing. Like, I'm <laughs> curious, were these pads used for, like, were they period pads? Or used for something else? Well, I mean, if they're used pads... Regardless of you're using it for something else, it's obviously going to be for, like, human excrement. Like, whether it be blood or, like, from your vagina or from your nose or from your asshole. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, you know, if they were, like, the larger feminine pads and, like, you know, because you, you know, you sneeze, you pee a little bit. I feel for you. I think that's disgusting. But, you know, I don't even know what to say to that. That's really gross. That's amazing. I mean, that is amazing. I, I'm a disgusting heathen. I I would surprise many of you, but I'm pretty gross too. Like That's... I'm just sitting here, like <laughs> would I have freaked out like that? I think I would have been like ooh, and just kind of tossed it to the side and still smoked my cigarette <laughs> and just keep going, and then just be like, bro. <laughs> Bro. You gotta throw out your dirty ass You gotta pads throw out your, your fucking pads. I think I would have called that bitch out hard. Yeah. I think privately, but I would have, like, told... I don't think I would have been able to hold that shit in. I think I would have been, like... I think, like... I think the fact of sitting on it is not as disgusting as the fact, like, you're trying to figure out what you're actually sitting on, and then your hand finds and discovers what it actually yeah. is. That shock, like, even imagining it gives me a sinking stomach. That's pretty delightful. That's great. Thank you so That's much. That's amazing. You're wonderful. Alec from Michigan. I fucking love it. I fucking... I wish I was a fly on the wall. Oh, yeah. Totally burned that table. Cursed tables are real. They are. Unfortunately. They are. I'm not superstitious. We had one. Yeah. At uh, our salon that we worked at. Although somebody salon. somebody broke that curse. I was... Uh, what's her face? Diane. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she did. But I think she's just like a force to be reckoned with. I think that's why that curse was broken. Yeah, because she was like, I ain't afraid of no curse. Because we had two groomers that went AWOL. Yeah. Uh, my ex-girlfriend and that other chick, the Russian. Yeah, and then the the actual table was cursed because of a a suicide, right? No, that was my table. That was your table? Or oh, was okay. it when Wendy's table? One no, it was that table, because everybody kept telling me it was that table. No, no, no. Vicky did not work oh, okay. on that time. I think it was Wendy's table that she worked at. Oh, okay. But I saw that one coming. Yeah, she, yeah you mentioned that story. Yeah. But I mean, cursed tables are cursed tables. Yeah. But, um, so, we are officially going to Pasadena. Yeah, we'll be there all the days. We're going to be there all the days. <laughs> all the days. Um, we're going to be coming out with a little tidbit, so, towards uh, the middle of February. So, keep a lookout on that. It'll be on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Um, so our next podcast, we'll probably be talking a little bit more about the Pasadena, but I would like to personally know what, when it comes to like these grooming conventions, what do you do to survive? Like, what do you, what are your, like, what are your recommendations like in going to a grooming convention? Do you take classes? Do you watch free seminars? Are you there just to purchase? Do you stay the whole day? You know, do your feet get blisters? Do you get thirsty? Do you get tired? What's your favorite snack? That kind of thing. Are you there to party? Are you there to party with other weirdos? I'm always there to party. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me, but the last couple years, I've just been, like, in this mode of, like fucking let's party it's so funny because you're like that and i'm like i can't party as much as we used to but you're like getting even more and more hyped i'm getting pissed because i'm like girl i got kids at home yeah you better calm fuck down no i'm like let's do it (laughs) blowing cocaine baby just kidding but kind of (laughs) i'm just slightly and i think it's because i don't have kids and like the Longer and longer it's taking me to have kids, the more I'm just like, got to get it in while I can. Let's go hard, bitches. Hookers and blow. Hookers and blow. But it's so funny because the last convention we went to, literally after the convention, oh, Super Zoo, there was a whole bunch of videos on like, um, do you regret what happened? Or rumors about or how to stay safe at conventions oh those are great and that never occurred to me i've worked conventions before like i've bartended at conventions and i've worked like like i've worked the lowrider convention in las vegas Mm -hmm. the lowrider convention if you guys know what lowriders are is like it's turnt okay so i've i've worked all different kinds of conventions so i've never in my mind like felt that I needed to have a PSA. <laughs> Me neither. Like I've been I've worked conventions too. I've done I've been a ambassador off and on for photo yeah. booth companies. I did that for CES. I did that too. That yeah. big convention. Yeah. That was fun. And like you I have a blast. I do too. Like it's all this networking and all this bullshitting and all this fucking lying to each other. And you're like seeing all these different people. And, and it's amazing. Yeah. Making these beautiful connections. And you know what? Sometimes things go a little too far verbally, 
physically <laughs> and we wake up the next day and you're kind of like oh what did I do but did you have fun though like that's I the think, question I think yeah I guess I, I guess it would be like if it was similar personalities to like yourself or myself mm-hmm. like we just find the gem out of like the entire situation we do we like to have fun but we also do keep it safe but I just thought it was funny that after we did our super suit episode, which was like our second episode, there was like this whole, just a whole bunch of people throwing out all these um, Facebook lives and Instagram lives about how to be safe, you know, during the convention or did you do things that you regret? And we're over here like party, like we're the party right. podcast. Do we do karaoke while we're super drunk? Getting yeah. piercing. Like we did. Did we make mistakes that we regret? Possibly, no. but no. Like it was so much fun. Did I get propositioned sexually? Yes. Did I say no? Yes. Did I have fun? Yes. It was I, great. Yeah, I don't know. I just I like I use common sense. Yeah, don't do anything that you wouldn't do. Like, don't get Normally, so shit-faced. Yeah. But, or I should say, get shit-faced if you have a friend that you can trust. You know? Uh, yeah, I Because guess. one of us usually will kind of, like, scale back. Since when? Well, it's always me because I'm, like, yeah, older, it's tired. Like, oh, my God, you're not that much older than me. One. And I'm not. I'm only 29. <laughs> dude, she said that to her daughter. Oh, my God. I, and I, I just looked at her, and I was like, really? I got my four-year-old calling me. Like, my four-year-old's learning ages, right? And she she's like, Mommy, how old are you? And so now I got my daughter in public saying, Mommy's 29. <laughs> and I just looked at her, and she was like, don't you say anything. And I was like, bro, I can't even with you right now. That's great. I can't. But I hope you hear all this clickety-clackety. We're currently sitting here trying to take off these glue-on nails. First of all, they were supposed to be press-on nails, but that's a lie. Yeah, it didn't work. And her nails kept fucking popping off all over the place. Because we did have a lot of fun today. And we can't wait for you to see what we did. Yeah. What we did was delightful. Yeah, it's a season of powerful women. It is powerful women. It is the season of powerful women. I think every season is the season of powerful women, but I just like to say it. Yeah. No. We looked powerful today. (laughs) We won't say which decade powerful, but we were powerful. We're, like, striking poses right now in front of, like, no one. Exactly. So, So, keep out for our visual PSA. You'll be able to see our beautiful faces. Um... Because we do have some really fun stuff that we're going to be doing in Pasadena. Yeah, and we want all your comments. Like, we want all your comments. We want all of your past experiences when it comes to these grooming conventions. And this is a smaller one. It's not as large as Super Zoo, so a lot of people prefer that. Um, The smaller setting. Isn't it the same? Oh, it's small, small, as in physically small. Yeah. So it's like, Super Zoo is like the same amount of days. Yeah, Super Zoo is the same. Most, Most conventions are like three to four days. It's too expensive to keep them on longer than that. But, yeah, no, as far as, like, um, Grim Expo West. Um, this will be our first time. This will be our first time We're there, virgin. yeah. <laughs> so y'all are going to help us pop our cherry. <laughs> I hate that term. I think it's, like, one of the grossest oh, terms ever. Oh, it's totally gross, but I love it. It's, like, moist. 
I love, <laughs> I love the word moist. Oh, I hate it. But tell us your moist stories or your just regular stories on your experiences at Grim Expo West. So that way we have, you know, we always like to be prepared. Mm-hmm. So let us know. Send us your okay. stories at GrimmerHumor at gmail.com. Small comments or small tidbits, you can Instagram us uh, or comment, like, subscribe on Instagram, Facebook. We're um, on Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. Wow. You can follow us on Podbean as well. You can. And uh, share us. Share us anywhere you can. Yeah. So we love your feedback. Yeah. Ooh. Also, you could write us a review. You could write us a review on any of the platforms. We take constructive criticism very poorly. I mean, we well, do. we take it well. <laughs> we do. Don't make us cry, guys. All right. We out. We out. <laughs>